Hey, hey, everybody, it's me, Jamie Hammond, with Fifth on the Daily. We are back. Finally, thank God I cannot tell you how long that vacation was. You ever had a vacation be too long? Well, I will say by about day 10 of that vacation, I started to wonder if I had any purpose in my life at all. And so thank you for giving me purpose <laughs> today. And I, I can tell you what, today, oh, it feels so good to be back. I really missed you. Thank you for making me, while I was gone, feel like you missed me. Even if you didn't really mean it, hey, you made me feel good. You made me feel like you missed me. I really, I missed you so bad. I missed this. I miss, oh, I miss this community. I missed our relationship, even though I can't see you. I just, I love this show. I love doing it. I have, over the past six months, isn't that amazing? This show's been going six months now, and God has done some amazing things with it in my own life, and it's so exciting hearing what God is doing in our listeners' lives, and I can tell you what, there are some announcements I want to make during this show and throughout the week that are really going to be some pivotal decisions, I believe, for this show, and I want you to know that any decision that I make with this, it is not based on my own benefit. It is not based on pros and cons or anything like that because I wrestled with it. It's amazing how long you will wrestle with something as long as you line it up and you say, okay, here's the pros of this. Here's the cons of that. It's just, it's a never ending battle. That's why in whatever decision you make in your life, whenever you are being led by God, never make a decision based on the logistics of numbers, the logistics of pros and cons. Honestly, whenever you are led by God, the heaviest logistic should always be your heart. The heaviest logistic, the heaviest pro, the heaviest con should be simply what God says to your heart. Maybe the numbers don't look good. Maybe the odds don't look good. Throw all that out for a minute and just say to yourself, honestly, this is or isn't what God is telling me to do. That's the heaviest logistic. Throw numbers out. Throw odds out throw pros and cons out. It's about what God leads you to do. Because if God leads you to do something, the Bible says God only leads us into triumph. Only. When God leads you, triumph is your only option. Triumph is the only outcome. Sure, while you're going through it, what God leads you through Sure, there might be times where you face disappointment, where the odds do look completely against you, 
But truth of the matter is, the end of the road is always victory. No matter what happens when God leads you, you're going to come out on top. You're going to come out victorious. So take the risk, take the step, no matter the odds, no matter the pros and cons, just go for it. And watch what God does. You will always come out on top. That was a little side excerpt. I didn't even mean to start preaching. What I was trying to get to say was that I was really over the course of vacation wrestling with, do I make this, do we make this a weekly show or a daily show? And I really felt led in my heart to keep this a daily podcast. This will not be weekly This will not be a a one-day-a-week thing. This will stay a daily podcast. And I'm going to be making a few more announcements throughout the rest of the week, just what that is going to look like. But I want to save that for the rest of the week because I believe you came to listen because you believe God has something to say to you today. And I'm honored to get to preach the word to you to get to say what's on my heart and believe really that God is going to speak through me. So here's what I want to say today. Genesis chapter 40, my goodness, I missed you. I missed this. Man, this is just... Thank you. I thank the Lord that he allows you to give me a purpose. Because I tell you what, I started to struggle a little bit on vacation. I really started to struggle. You know, when you just start snapping out of nowhere, I mean, just snapping on people, just over the most annoying little things, just spaz. I'm such a spaz sometimes. I could tell you some stories about vacation, but I'll do that later. Genesis chapter 40, we're going to look at a little story today that I think is really going to help you. Genesis chapter 40, verse 1, we're going to look at the story of Joseph today, part of the story. So Joseph, a little background, Joseph um, Joseph is very young at the time in his life where he was taken from his nest, you could say. He was taken from his family. His brothers actually betrayed him, which is really a picture of Jesus because we have Joseph being betrayed by his brothers, sold off into Egypt. We have Jesus who was betrayed, you could say, by his brother, by his disciple for 30 pieces of silver. The brothers sold Joseph for... I think it was 13. I forget the exact number. I'm probably wrong on 13. But we see a lot of similarities between Jesus' life and Joseph's. That's why the Old Testament, it is a picture of what is to come in the New Testament. That's why we see these Old Testament characters resembling so much of Jesus sometimes. We have these Old Testament moments where it is just so apparent that God is trying to say, hey, 
I'm going to send Jesus to do this. It's so apparent that God is trying to paint a picture for us of what his son did on the cross for us, but that's not my point today. Just a reminder, that's why you read the Old Testament. But to see Jesus, to see realities of some of the things that he would do 2,000 years later in, from some of these stories. Um, but let's just get into this. I don't, want to, I don't really want to look at the similarities between Christ and Joseph today. But I want to look at Joseph. After he sold into Egypt, he becomes a household servant. The situation completely falls apart because the household that he's a servant in, he's a servant of a man named Potiphar. Potiphar's wife starts to really dig on Joseph, starts to really put the Mac down. And her Mac game, if you read the story, is a little... It's a little too thirsty, I can say that. It's a very thirsty Mac game. If you've ever seen someone with a really thirsty Mac game, this is probably the thirstiest you will ever see in this story. So I just encourage you to read that, read it. So she puts on her thirsty Mac game. Joseph rejects her. She gets mad and says, okay, he tried to sleep with me. So Potiphar gets mad, throws Joseph in jail. And this is where we are in the story. Joseph is in jail. And don't you know that God gave him favor even in the prison that he was in? Man, I just want to let you know there is no place that God's favor cannot invade. I want to let you know you could be in the lowest place of your life at the moment, but God's favor will still be there with you. You may not feel like a success, but as long as God is with you, I'm telling you, you're going to come out on top. You are going to come out on top. And Joseph eventually becomes leader, basically, second to the king in all the nation of Egypt. It was basically the greatest superpower of that time. But before he reached the palace, he was in a prison. Don't you know that's how it happens sometimes? Don't you know, just like Moses, he went <laughs> from the backside of a desert to a palace. Joseph went from a prison to a palace. David went from tending sheep to a palace. That's why never, never, never think that your time in the backside of the desert or your time tending sheep or your time in that job you feel like you just aren't called to or your time doing these tasks that you just feel like, man, if I had more money, man, if I had, if I was in the place that I feel like I'm going to be, I wouldn't have to do any of this. I want to let you know that as long as God is with you, which he is, nothing you will ever do will be a waste of time. Man. I'm telling you. Don't despise the days of small beginnings. Don't despise the days of tending sheep because there might come a day where you really miss it. 
You really miss those days of tending sheep. Don't despise those days. Because there's going to come a day where you're not going to be tending sheep anymore. You're in a palace now. You're away from the fields now. You won't be in the backside of the desert anymore tending sheep. Now you're in a palace. And you have to rule the things you learned while you were tending sheep. Now, <laughs> you realize that was your preparation time. Enjoy this time. Enjoy the preparation. And Joseph, he's in prison at this time. And we find him meeting these two characters. It says, let's just jump in. It says, it came to pass after these things that the butler of the king of Egypt and the baker, the butler and the baker. So butler, basically the wine guy and the baker, the bread guy, had offended their lord, the king of Egypt. And Pharaoh was angry against two of his officers, against the chief of the butlers, against the chief of the bakers. And he put them in the prison of the house of the captain of the guard, into the prison, the place where Joseph was bound. So in the same prison as Joseph. And they dreamed a dream, both of them. Each man his dream in one night. Each man according to the interpretation of his dream the butler and the baker of the king of Egypt, which were bound in the prison. And look at this. And Joseph came into them in the morning and looked upon them, and behold, they were sad. Well, of course they're sad. They're in prison. Doesn't that give them enough of a right to be sad? <laughs> but look at this next verse. This is the one I want to really hit on today. And he asked Pharaoh's officers, Joseph did, that were with him in the ward of his Lord's house, saying, why do you look sad today? <laughs> and he asked Pharaoh's officers, can I read that again? That were with him in the ward of his Lord's house in prison, saying, why do you look so sad today? <clears throat> Excuse me, sir, what, what did you just ask me? Why do I look sad? Well, number one, I'm in prison, sir. I'm in prison. I used to have a good position with the king. Now he's angry with me, and I'm probably, I just had this dream that I don't understand the meaning of it. I have a lot of reasons to be sad. Sir, folks, do you notice that we have two different parties? Three, I guess you could say. Three different people in the same situation, in the same prison, in the same bondage, in the same confinement. And yet, there are two different ways that prison is being handled. There are two different experiences happening. 
They're all in the same situation, but they're having completely different experiences. One is happy in the prison, and the other two are sad in the prison. Can you believe that? That Joseph asked, why do you look sad today? Um, hello, I'm in prison. That's why I'm sad. You know what this tells me? That you can be internally free in an external prison. You can be internally free in an external prison. No matter your external bondage, no matter your external position, no matter your external disposition, no matter what is going on in your life, no matter the trouble, no matter the rough situation, you do not have to be bound inwardly. You can be at peace in the most unrestful situation. You can be joyful in the most unjoyful situation. You can be at rest in the most restless. You can be unshaken in the most shakable situation. Here's what I want to let you know today. That your external circumstance does not have to determine your internal condition. <clears throat> what happens in your life does not have to determine whether you're happy or not. Do you mind if I came back preaching today on this podcast? Do you mind if I let somebody know today? <laughs> More of this. Do you mind if I ask the question today? Why are you sad? Well, Jamie, I'm in this. I've got this going on. I've got that. I've got this trouble and that trouble. My kids don't respect me. My family doesn't respect me. My wife doesn't respect me. I'm in debt. I've got a huge marital discomfort going on. I'm actually in the middle of a divorce. Um... I just had a huge tragedy happen to me. Actually, I just had a loved one pass away. Actually, I just had a best friend pass away. I've had a lot happen to me. Why do I look sad? Because of what's going on in my life. Why do you look sad? Still, why are you sad? Your external circumstance doesn't have to determine your internal state. Sure, you might not be able to control what happens to you, but I do know that you can control what goes through you. I do know you can't necessarily choose whether... You didn't choose that tragedy and you didn't choose this circumstance, but you can choose to be at peace through the whole thing. You can choose to rest through the whole thing. You can choose to be happy through the whole thing. Why do you look sad today? 
Why do you look sad? You've got good things coming your way. You've got a lot to be happy about. You've got a lot to be happy about. Hey, the most important person in the universe loves you. Really, the one who has all power to completely crush us if he wanted to. Hey, he loves you with his whole heart. Intensely. He's intensely in love with you. And he wants to give you good things. And he's going to lead you to triumph. And if he's for you, then who's against you? And he's going to make you reign in your life. And it says in, in, in the book of Psalms that he grants you with unending blessings. And he makes you glad with the joy of his presence. Uh your sins are forgiven. You're righteous in his eyes. God is pleased with you. I mean, hey, you've got a lot going on for you. You got a lot going on. You got a lot going on. You got a lot of good things going. But I got this job and I got this discouragement and I got this thing and I got that thing. And hey, well, you got Something a lot bigger and a lot better and a lot stronger and a lot more beautiful, no matter how ugly your situation might look like, you have something so much more infinitely beautiful in your life that you can look at, you can become obsessed with, you can take comfort in. I want to let you know that everything's going to be okay because you've got the God of this universe on your side and he loves you. He loves you perfectly. He's always going to be with you. He's never going to leave you. And so, hey, be encouraged. You've got a lot going on. Why do you look sad today? You actually don't have a reason to be sad. Well, Jamie, that is offensive. And I don't mean to offend you, especially if you've gone through something. But what? there's no sense in staying down like that. I understand that there, there is a time to mourn and there's a time to cry. But it's not an eternity. It's not forever. You don't have to stay there. And watch the people that it will help. Watch the people it will minister to when they simply see, man, look at how at peace he is in the middle of this situation. What's his secret? What, what is he doing? How does he do that? It's just Jesus. It's just focusing on him. It's really just, <laughs> just resting in him choosing to trust him. I'm telling you, it's going to be good. It's going to be okay, no matter what you're facing. You're going to make it. You're going to make it. Just relax. Everything's going to be okay. Would you mind just letting me pray with you? You're not here in the studio with me, so you can't stop me. (laughs) I guess you could turn me off, but I want to pray with you. And I want to pray that you would really choose to be at peace, that you would choose to take comfort in all that you can take comfort in. There is comfort in this life. Sure, the world might be a cold place, but I'm telling you, there is a warmth you can run to. There's a warm heart. And he's not going to betray you, maybe like your friends did or like, your family did or like those people close to you did he loves you 
and he's going to take care of you, and you're going to come out on top. Let me pray with you. Father, I pray that you help all of our listeners choose peace, choose rest today, that they would choose to rest in you. Lord, I thank you for all that we have going for us. I pray that we would have eyes to see all that we have for us. That we would rest. Give us rest today. Give us peace. Thank you for your son, that he really is all that we need. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Hey, choose peace today. Choose rest. Because I'm telling you, just because your external circumstance might not look great right now, your internal condition can be so peaceful, so restful. And watch, when your soul is at rest, your storm will rest with it. Hey, I'm Jamie Hammond. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm going to have more announcements coming for the rest of the week. If you have any questions, concerns, email, email me at fifth with a five th daily at gmail.com. I had to, you know, I had to go long today. You know, I just had to because I missed you so bad. <laughs> I had separation anxiety. I needed to be with you. Um, but thank you so much for tuning in today. I love you so much. I'm Jamie Hammond with Fifth on the Daily. I will see you tomorrow. It feels so good to say that. And I love you. And I'll see you later. Have a good day. <laughs>